Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Nina. And I'm Hannah. And just like Emily and her pals, we are here enjoying our third season of Paris. We're in Paris, folks. We're back. We're doing it. This is our third episode in tandem with our rewatch, which is to say, in this episode, we are recapping Emily in Paris, episode three, Coup d'état. COO because it's a little joke about a pigeon, which you're gonna oh, nice. you're gonna get later. I didn't together, genius. Now, even if you haven't watched the show, even if you don't plan to watch the show, doesn't matter. This is a podcast for everyone. We recap the episodes for you, but we also mostly care about entertaining you. There's no wrong way to listen. We're just happy you're here. We're so happy you're here. If you want to follow us more closely, you should hop over to Instagram and follow us at Emily in Paris Pod. And you can also email us at Emily in Paris Pod at gmail.com with a voice memo, preferably, that has like your take or your qualm or a plot point that you want us to discuss or just something you feel like you need to be heard about. We hear from listeners a lot that the reason they like listening to the podcast is because they watch the show in the cave of their home. They binge watch it and then they're like, what just happened? What did I just go through? And the reason we're here is to go through it with you. So email us, follow us, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and get ready for this romp of an episode. All right, you ready? I'm so ready. En place avec toi, <laughs> je dois un pour Two women and a baby. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. I I said it and I was like, "What?" <laughs> two got two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Was that a was that something? Two girls, one cup. Is, is there anything there? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Did that go around your school? Two girls, one cup. Yeah, yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I was exposed to that. <laughs> Young. And I think it Young. informed what I find attractive and what I look for. <laughs> um, I <sighs> took notes this time. Nice. Yeah, I didn't have to have lunch. But you know what I did in the interim since uh, since seeing you? Hmm. Pour myself a glass of wine. That's fun. I'm a fun girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Are you in Paris now? I'm not in Paris now, but what I will say is in the in the time since we did last episode, there's a really beautiful layer of snow. Yes. That has fallen, which, you know, we've had a lot of warning for of this big snowstorm. And it's just like so pretty. And I call me corny. I love a white Christmas. I also really like a white Christmas. It's very pretty here. I also watched White Christmas last night. I rewatched White Christmas last year for the first time in a really long time. Probably, probably my first time as an adult. Yeah. A little, some racist stuff in there. You didn't like the minstrel show <laughs> that they do? It's I just can't. like, I miss the good old days of the minstrel yeah. show. <laughs> it's so horrible. I was like, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. It took me by such a surprise, which like it shouldn't because like I just like didn't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. All I remember is like the sweet, you know, we're going to Vermont, we're going to see the snow. 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 
<laughs> I mean, it's come on, it's got some good stuff, but no, I know. I had the same <laughs> feeling last night. I was like, what? And I've, I have watched it kind of recently, and I'm like, I think I just keep willfully forgetting. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I myself, I'm in Paris. I'm drinking wine. Nice. There's the snow, and I'm with my friend. Yeah. And what I was going to say as we begin our recap is – the French music does not get old for me. The French pop music really, mm. it really sells the show to me every time I press play. Mm. I like, I like recommit to what the show has to offer because it's like, and I'm just like, this is fun. <laughs> the only reason I don't, I don't or can't agree is that in what, in part of my role for my last job that I, again, I can't stress enough that I was just laid off from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is I had to like sift through like stock music. Yeah. And so I so like when I hear this music, it maybe it's a hit song in France. No. But what I hear is like that they didn't pay for any rights to songs. Yeah. They just like subscribed to a so funny. Yeah. <laughs> free music database. <laughs> Which personally we cannot relate to. Our French music is not just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. free. No, 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 to, no, no judgment. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> Yeah. But there was a little I think in this episode they did the Zuby Zuby Zoo that song. I don't know. Or no, that was in the last episode when she and Alfie are texting. It's the song that in um in Mad Men Megan Draper does a little dance to. I never Zuby, watched Zuby, it. Zoo. Oh, you never watched Mad Men? No. Huh. I didn't know you had. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of TV. And then you became friends with me. <laughs> Perfect time to keep watching. <laughs> Well, thank you for committing to this t- TV show. Yeah. Committing to this TV show that begins, that began, this episode began with a little sexiness, a little sexy. Uh, yeah, I think this was like the sex episode. Yeah. The sex episode. The sex episode. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Nasty. Yeah. It was sweet. I thought they were sweet in bed together. Mm-hmm. It's a little chaotic. She, Emily, turns to him and she's like, to Alfie, it's Emily and Alfie, and she's like, make me honest, though. <laughs> be, be like be like honest though did you who did you stay why did you stay did you really stay for a job and he's like no and she's like did you stay for someone and he's like yeah Antoine got her ass so got her, her. Got her ass and so I wrote good. how amazing was that lunch <laughs> did they like did they did they fuck <laughs> that scene was gratifying to me only because I was like bitch he told you like it's for job, it's for a job. Like <laughs> that's allowed, and like you don't like him that much either. <laughs> it is funny where he's like, "No, I did stay for you," and it's like it really doesn't seem like it. it. Seems like he was really ready to like cut the cut the cord completely. But then she Until sang she to sang him her little song. Yeah, <laughs> I did say I loved the pink sheets, and also Alfie, the guy who plays Alfie, is so open faced. I think I said that in season two. Like his eye, uh, he is such like a puppy dog. Mm-hmm. I think going on, which I mm-hmm. I really like because I think there are actually not a lot of very handsome, super masculine male actors mm-hmm. who have that sort of like mm-hmm. open facedness, I guess. And I and mm-hmm. I like it. He just seems very like earnest and sincere when he looks at her. It's nice. Yeah, I thought this was his um, most attractive ep- uh, scene. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> moving right along, <laughs> <laughs> we get. I wrote more Madeline hate, which I think was just like more more kind of. Her being made fun of for having like a body and yeah, it was sad. Yeah, so Emily walks out in a really amazing outfit. I loved her outfit. 
it's kind of Sylvie like, honestly. It's like mm-hmm. high pants, like a power outfit. The red jacket. Yeah, with the black pants and then like the big, um, like chunky heels. Mm-hmm. Um, and they she goes to the savoir, the building Savoir is in, and Madeline is yelling at the property manager. And he's like, it's broken all in French. Like, it's broken because of the heavy load, like, thanks to you. And it's just like, okay, (laughs) we're really going to go in on her. And Madeline is like, I can't keep taking the stairs. And she's made to feel ridiculous, which is ableist and gross and all these many things. And then she has to, like, take the stairs, which is fine, but she's, like, tired and doesn't want to. And Emily is like, so you need to fix it. Fix it to Henri. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah, that scene sucked. And then uh, we see Emily taking a photo of a bunch of, like, photos of people with their dogs, <laughs> which we asked in last episode, we were like, does she still have her Instagram? And then she's taking photos, and Mindy's like, is this for your Instagram? And she's <laughs> and like, Emily oh, no. says, no, <laughs> <laughs> this is for a new campaign for a dog food. Well, it's um, like, so you admit it, you have an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all kind of embarrassing. And Minnie's like, <laughs> you, and Minnie's like, are you going to see me at the jazz club? The iconic club that I'm playing at that's iconic. The jazz club. And Emily's like, yes. <laughs> so yeah. the, the conflict in that scene. Yeah, what is the conflict so every in that scene, scene is supposed to, every scene is, should have conflict. <sighs> so the conflict in that scene <laughs> is... Or reveal new information. I think that's probably what it's doing. Okay, sure, sure, sure. So the information it's revealing is that tonight is important to Mindy. Yeah. And the other information it's revealing is that that Savoir is doing a campaign for a dog food company. Right. Not quite luxury, but they'll take whatever they can get. One thing you missed briefly was that Sylvie, we see Sylvie's office, and she walks in and it's like overrun by work. Mm-hmm. Her staff is huge, uh, yeah. kind of incomprehensibly. There's like 12 people there. Yeah. And I did like this. I thought it was really funny. Julianne is like, I, I moved around some of the furniture and she just takes a beat and she goes, move it back. And he said, I agree. Which I think it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we get the idea that like she, it's getting a little tiresome, them not having a place to do their work. Mm-hmm. Working out of her apartment is rough. And they're getting complaints from the other people in the building. The tenants are not happy to be sharing their home with an office. Right. Is this is the next scene we get with Henri with Luke because he's close with Luke? You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that's that. I do know what you mean, but I actually think that the next. So I think it's dinner. Yeah. So I think the next scene is dinner because it was directed kind of wildly. It's kind of fun. It's the menu. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And then it like opens on the scene of the restaurant. It was fun. Yes. Yeah. It was fun. I don't know why. It reminded kind of like, me of something, oh. and I can't remember what. I don't know, but it was, like, cute. They show us a little menu to show us that we're at a fancy restaurant. We're at a really nice restaurant. Sylvie, Luke, and Henri, the building manager. I'm really sorry. I, I have a note that says, I can't stand watching men be emasculated. And I I can't remember, like, what what that's referring to. I know it has to do with Henri, the land, the property manager. I mean, it, they were pretty mean about his appearance, so sorry. I hate wasting Google, your time. Google Emily in Paris emasculated. <laughs> It'll come up immediately. You are so right. The next scene is them at watching Mindy perform. Mm-hmm. You're so well, right. So and Camille makes a little comment about how Gabrielle yeah. and her aren't doing as well as a new lover as new lovers would be. Yeah. So like Alfie and Emily have like a hot kiss. 
And then yeah, Kemi right, is like, right, right. hubba hubba, like Gabrielle and I are, you know, old hat and our love life is boring and stagnant and... Don't take this time for granted, you two. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's really, really good. And then Mindy... Oh, yeah. So Mindy's really nervous and Benoit comes to her dressing room to like cheer her up and they end up having sex because she's like, oh, my God, Justine Baker's performed here and Earth is hit. And I hate to tell you that actually happens after the dinner scene. <laughs> <laughs> they split it up. We get the Camille comment and then we get and I know everyone listening comes to this show for accuracy of timeline. But what I, I need I do need to say is that, yes. That is the emasculate. They have a scene. Sylvie's trying to basically like woo and wine yes. and dine Henri, the property manager. And now I can just say my my thing, which is that I can't yeah, stand too. watching men be emasculated. And yeah. it's probably like some really like deeply ingrained sort of like female caretaking or something in me, or like a fear of like men being embarrassed because that's like what they fear the most, you know? But I, it's like hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. And he's just like pathetic and mm-hmm. poor. And uh, I mean, that's the way he's like, presented and like not good looking. And mm-hmm. she's clearly like just trying to use him mm-hmm. to get the building. And it's just like painful and mean. <laughs> the show weirdly does quite a bit, kind of what you were saying last time about like making fun of Chicago, mm-hmm. which is, which this is not, this is not that. But the show does a lot of really weird punching down. And it's humor. So much punching down. Almost only punching down. Yeah, it's just a weird choice. I mean, it's a weird choice, period. Just, like, as a writing and story choice. Um, where, like, the, I feel like that's pretty, like, 101. Mm-hmm. Is, like, that's not how you, like, endear characters to an audience. Or, like, that's not how like, you build heroes, you know? Right. It's just weird. And it's consistent. Yes. It's one of the most consistent parts of the show, I think. Yeah. Okay, so then, okay, so then do we get Mindy. to watch Mindy perform? Okay, yeah. so this is my favorite Mindy performance yet. <laughs> so, yeah, at the jazz club. <laughs> at the jazz club where she does jazz, and by jazz I mean a Dua Lipa cover in a, I think a Moliere bodysuit, cat suit. Wow, good eye. I would never I think, know that. I think. It's a great, I mean, she looks amazing. It is, looks, if I went amazing. to go see jazz in Paris, I'd be very frustrated that that's what I saw. <laughs> And they like she like points to the like trumpets at some point, and it's just like just to be like reminder counts. <laughs> jazz, 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 jazz. So it's that song. It's like mm-hmm. if you don't want to see somebody, don't come. Somebody, she basically kills it. She yeah, she does. It's, it. I think I think it's just like a good performance. It's just like okay, you're so talented, and you look really good. And, like, you should be a pop star. And it's not jazz. <laughs> I wish that this had... I, You know what I'm... Note to self, just to make, like, a cut of La La Land where this is the jazz. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's so good. Let's take a movie that still didn't have enough jazz in it <laughs> to have and even less, less jazz. jazz. <laughs> Hear me out. La La Land with less jazz. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of La La Land, are you going to see Babylon, the new Damien Chazelle? Yeah, probably. Why not? Have you heard? Have I? Have you? Have I told you my? If I had a Twitter, like this would be my hot take. It's not very well crafted. No, I love. It. I'm so excited. But my my take upon seeing the Babylon trailer like five times before every movie that I've seen this season is that Damien Chazelle is like 
Oh, you? I, I do know this. Go on. I have told you this. No, no, but say it. I want to make sure. It's Baz Luhrmann for yeah. straight cis yeah. men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like men who are way too insecure in their sexuality to like deal with spectacle mm-hmm. in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Being like, but I'll see Babylon. Which is funny because how is Damon Chazelle not gay? Um, because he, because he likes jazz and like old Hollywood, but not, he likes the men. There's weirdly something more hetero about liking the men of old Hollywood than the women of old Hollywood. Oh, totally. Like, liking, like uh, I mean, obviously, but like, old, you know, old Hollywood women are for gay men. Yeah. I mean, straight men love mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. They love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. I'm really it's not like gay, lit- I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gay. That's one of my favorite. I fucking love that community. Bit. I mean, that's one of the best jokes ever. <laughs> it's so it like runs through my across my brain so often, all the time. Yeah, I think I think it all the time. <laughs> gay, huh, gay. <laughs> I literally when I was saying like how is Damien Chazelle not gay? I didn't mean like in his art. I meant like how he's not gay. I really don't think he is. That's funny. I mean, like maybe he is because like I think that you know in the in all the ways that Hollywood's like fucked up. Like I could see him being gay and his people being like, no, you're don't not pigeonhole yourself. <laughs> you're yeah. the straight. You're the straight. <laughs> says Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> listen, listen, man, Baz Luhrmann's gay. You're not gay. <laughs> you want to see gay? Look at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I like to suck it. No, you're not fucking gay. <laughs> I just, yeah, I could, I could see, I could see his people being like, we can't have you be gay yeah. because, or, or, or what it is, it's like, if you're gay, then just be prepared to not be nominated for Oscars. Totally. Or like, be prepared for your films not to be taken seriously. La, 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 <laughs> la, 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 Like, literally, can you imagine if like, <laughs> Keep going. I'm just trying Follow to think it. of like who, like, can you imagine if a straight man had directed Romeo plus Juliet? No, but you know what? I've never seen that movie so <gasps> yeah i know i know i know i'm oh, saving it no spoilers so good <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's a good bit um but like i, I mean the moulin rouge thing it's 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 <laughs> it's it's just you know we've talked about this before it's just crazy the lack of respect <laughs> yeah the, yeah the lack of respect is crazy sure lack of respect but you know who i think is like very brave Ewan McGregor, because he's a straight yes. guy, and he was in Moulin Rouge, and I think that's really brave. It is brave. He was he also so played brave. Halston. Yes. He played, gay he played gay designer Halston. In yeah, Halston. in that really important Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. No one cared. <laughs> that's well, one gay man story we didn't need to hear. Was he? No, no. I was going to say, did he Did he play Bob Fosse in the Bob Fosse thing? But he didn't. That was Sam Rockwell. And Bob Fosse was not gay. Even though he did a really gay dance. <laughs> Even though he did a lot of gay, little gay dancing. <laughs> sure, uh, dance is gay. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to another scene where Mads is treated so poorly. And I wrote, yeah. so she's, they've taken the stairs. She's struggling. Emily's showing her the campaign for the pet, the pet food, the dog oh, very food hot. or pet food. Turns out that turns out the radiators on in their office. Right. And she's really hot and she said she felt like a tomato with big tits. 
I did. I wrote, she doesn't suck enough for this. Yeah. And speaking to like, like she doesn't as a character, like she really doesn't have any flaws other than her like being more ambitious or like more whatever American in her approach to work and like being like not cultured. Like, but she's not like hateful. And the way they treat her is like a villain. I totally agree. It's really, it's just not well done. Because Emily goes to try to fix the heating and we see that uh, Mads gets on the call with Chicago, a Zoom call where they are going to like check in about Savoir and she can't get the filter off. So she like looks like a cat in this meeting, which again, maybe was supposed to be comedy, but I didn't find it funny well, at all. So I think that that was supposed to be comedy, but if I remember correctly, and I haven't double checked this, but I think that was an actual thing that went viral during the pandemic is a guy yeah. like logging on, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, it was. Like I logged onto a Zoom call and he had a cat filter on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, that as AI. a joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's AI. I mean, but like, it's not, it, it is, it is AI. <laughs> but like, it, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, that should have been, that whole joke should have just been a line where Madeline goes, I'm really nervous about this call with corporate. The last time I logged on, I couldn't get the cat fil- filter off my face. Yeah, and everyone's like, ha, 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 referencing that guy from the pandemic. Right. Mm -hmm. And instead, they, like, play it for, like, a long joke. Because then there's a pigeon. Yeah, there's a pigeon that's that's trapped. And, like, she's just getting, like, mortified again and again in a way that it's, like, this is Home Alone-style takedown of the villain. This is, like, hijinks happening to the robbers, you know, like, falling on your face into a pile of shit. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it just, it feels like it was, like, catastrophe. Mm Mm-hmm. For no good reason. For, like, no fair reason. Anyway, so it goes – all to say it goes really poorly. Let me get the boys. Yeah, this is funny. This is a very uh, funny forced little moment. Uh, so Alfie's, Alfie and Gabrielle <laughs> are hanging out, and Alfie goes, Koopa and I are chatting with Camille. Nice. And basically Camille – Kemi is, like, you know, not enough romance. She's expressed this to Alfie, and Alfie's like, you got to take her out. Wine and diner. She wants some romance. And Gabrielle goes, the last thing I want is to go to another restaurant. And Alfie goes – then don't. And they both kind of like have these twinkles in their eyes. And like as if the audience is supposed to be in on it. And I had no idea what they meant. I had a feeling. I had to get there. It wasn't my like B thought. It wasn't like A to B. It was like F. I was like, oh, are they going to, yeah, is he going to cook at home? That's what I thought. Are they going to go on a date, but not to a restaurant? <laughs> because that was right. the only go, place my mind went. Is go like, on a walk. Right. Like, <laughs> Every day is out to dinner. And it's like, I mean, maybe this is also just like how boys, how boys be, where it's like they can't think of a date that's not like dinner. dinner Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, it really was like a man at a loss of like, yeah, I don't know what else there is. It's like anything else. Well, literally anything else. Anything else. Buy her ice cream and fuck her. That's yeah. fine. It's <laughs> not that complicated. Okay, did everyone hear that? Buy her ice cream <laughs> and fuck her. It that's was just like, wants. that's a date. That's a date night. Yeah, so that's like a weird... <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, so they're forcing them to be best friends. And I'm like, okay, so Alfie's giving him relationship advice. I don't know. It was just all kind of funny. Then we get Mindy. It's an, her next night of the show. She wants to have sex with Benoit again because she's superstitious and she thinks that's what helped her, like knock it out of the park. Speaking to like how devoid of like eroticism the show is, I was like jarred when they were like fucking. 
Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was like, what? In this show? Like I mm-hmm. like I feel like I've become prudish in watching this show. Oh, one million percent. And so then by when they're like making out behind stage, I was just like, you can't like do that. So like guys, I, don't, I don't you guys, what are you doing? You guys are gonna stop stage. You're gonna, stage. You're gonna get caught. <laughs> I did keep thinking that they were gonna get caught and it was gonna be bad. Me and too. and Me uh too. rest assured, people who don't actually watch the show, it's there's no consequences. No. It's just I don't. So then and she kills or whatever. She does a great job again. Emily and Alfie are walking and he, and I don't understand why he did this. He's like, want to stop in at the restaurant for a nightcap? Oh, he's also like, you're always here. And she's like, no more than you. And he's like, haha, yeah, you're right. And I was like, were they trying to lay the groundwork for like him noticing that she like spends a lot of, a lot of time with Gabrielle? Pretty weird. It was odd. And then they walk in and the restaurant's closed. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't take a night off. And then he's like, well, I'll actually close the restaurant for a night. (laughs) And they're having dinner, I guess maybe after closing. They're having dinner. Yeah, it's late. It's late. And they're having dinner. Kemi and Gabrielle are having dinner. And pretty quickly, Kemi's like, bye-bye. Yeah. Which I really appreciated because I was like, don't fucking invite them in. No. I was terrified the show was about to invite them in. Um, (laughs) And I really appreciate Kemi being like, see ya. Obviously, <laughs> which like, I, yeah, if Alfie is the one who knew what he was suggesting. Why was he doing that? Yeah. Why was he like, let's go hang out with our friends? And he's like, never mind. haha. They were actually having a romantic time together. It didn't really make sense. No, it's not. Also, because it like didn't, it didn't even, it wasn't even a thing where like Emily's upset by it. She wasn't playing it like that. Mm-mm. Emily's kind of just like, whatever. And then there's like, whatever. And they keep eating their dessert. Yeah. So would you say that that was a scene about tension or a scene about uh, information. information. <laughs> I would say it was. It wasn't either thing. Yeah. Do you think that there's a secret third option, which is not either of those things? <laughs> Just an ambient. Yeah, an ambient scene. Ambient scene. Um. Wait, what did I say here? So then, what uh, happened between the? Alfie oh, goes. Oh. Someone's getting lucky tonight, and Emily goes, like, "So are you," or something like that. Yeah, like not the only one or something. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> okay, and then we cut to them doing the like classic, like can't get enough of each other, like rushing into the room, like pre-fuck energy. Yeah. And I and I wrote down what happened between the moment that we saw them on the street to them at the apartment. Like they, they're only a few feet away because we know the restaurant's like right by her place. That like charged them up that much. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how did we get from like a very sweet, like romantic walk to being like, like, did she say? Let's see if we can improvise getting there. She said, she said, she goes, something like filthy she, goes, <laughs> she was goes, like, she's not the only one. And then what, and then what is, what does he say back? And he says, but stuff. <laughs> and she says, she says, if you can fucking catch me. And then she runs, <laughs> and then she runs so that they're like somehow chasing each other. So that then when he catches her, they're making out on the stairs. And she keeps like showing her little butt. <laughs> <laughs> Because the energy was just so like, from what? How did you get there? It. I mean, it's <laughs> it is so bizarre. It's re- they really go from zero to horny real fast. Yeah, but not even. It's not. It's so. It's it's missing a lot of. It's missing the charge. I, and you could say like, well, that's just like a trope. Like, how does any scene like that happen? And I'll say. No, not to brag, but I feel like I've had a couple of nights like that where, like, have been, like, making out, rushing in through the door. Very lucky, very privileged. We love it. So hot, so fun. How did I get there? I was drunk. And, (laughs) like, (laughs) and, like, 
really into somebody who I hadn't seen yeah. in a long time. Right, you know, it was right. like it was like, oh, finally we're able to like do this, and I'm like tipsy or something. You know, um, it wasn't from like a sober it wasn't like. Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not right. with the person I'm like long term dating. And if I had just run into my ex, it would be for like different reasons. Totally, it would be yeah, like yeah. revenge. It would be like, yeah, it would be I would have to go like different. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> it would be like you yeah, have like totally. an angry energy. It wouldn't have an energy of like I'm all for you. <laughs> yeah, it was well, so well, bizarre. Well. But you know what was more bizarre? What yeah, happens next? I was just going to say. <laughs> well, what happens next is that they had an idea for the end of the second season after the second season was done filming. Wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about everything with Madeline and Emily. No, I'm talking about the fucking... That's true. That's really well said. But I'm talking about we see Mindy again. Oh, yeah. I don't even know. I'm like, is this one night of three nights in a row? Oh, it's, oh, it's three nights of that week because she's doing it. Three, Got it, got it. Yeah, and I, and I guess that's like our, you know, there's an A storyline, a B storyline, and apparently a, an F storyline. <laughs> <laughs> well, she like gets a bouquet of flowers because Benoit can't make it. Somebody delivers it to her green room and she's just like really overwhelmed. And he says, P.S., look beneath the, like you can do it without me. P.S., look beneath the flowers and she opens up a little drawer between this like bouquet of flowers. I don't really understand the mechanism of that. Um, prop department had a good time and <laughs> a vibrator that it also felt like they were selling me was like a very Instagrammy, mm -hmm. like pink vibrator, whatever. Mm -hmm. Probably that brand like Dame or Mod. Wait. Those are, the yeah. ads. Those are the ads I always get. It's like Dame. Ollie. Mod. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Ollie. Finch. <laughs> <laughs> or they're the ones like the really long names where it's like the pedal pusher <laughs> you know what i mean would you buy the pedal pusher or the ollie uh the ollie i would buy the ollie unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have the ollie um <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i feel like that is a brand but uh and she's like okay i got this sweet very low stakes storyline yeah I guess, to get her to sing. And then Madeline tells Emily that she booked them a flight to Chicago. Mm -hmm. We're going home. Acts like it wouldn't be an absolutely insane thing mm -hmm. to tell somebody who's been living in Paris for roughly seven and a half, eight months that they're leaving the next day. And then like some really inspirational music starts playing. Mm, like, yeah. Did you cry? Here, I'm going to do the music and you kind of recap what's happening. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow? Mads, that's really fast. I mean, I... <sighs> Thank you so much for everything. But I can't go with you. What? I can't. I'm running towards my life here. I'm not running away from my life I just got in Chicago. I literally just got chills. <laughs> did you get chills during the real version? No. Because <laughs> I did. I wrote down, got chills at the end. <laughs> I mean, it was like... I'm I a mean, sucker for this I shit. I probably did. I love manipulative music a lot. Like, Me if too. I could just have chasing cars <laughs> underscore every emotional moment on television yeah. like that would be fine with me oh my god that's so funny is that snow like, patrol unplug is that Denny. yeah <laughs> unplug him that's your recap of that of that scene of that, scene. that is the that's unplug what happens him. in that scene they cut she's the, like no, he unplug cuts the cord. my boyfriend oh yeah cut the cord i mean they cut the cord they unplug him I literally think they cut a cord. Wait, these are two different things. <laughs> We're talking about two different things. We're talking about the scene where she like 
cre- breaks whatever, like does the bad thing and oh, cuts the, the thing, thing to, to get, get him, him on the, on the list. Get him on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. <laughs> she cuts the cord to get him on the donor list. <laughs> but, but she, she unplugs, unplugs him <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> and just in her yes, prom dress. Yeah, in her prom dress because it's hospital prom. <laughs> because we are talking about Grey's Anatomy now. <laughs> really hoping everyone if followed I that thread. <laughs> if, if I, I just lay uh, oh my gosh, this is our Mindy moment. You, you cannot, we make us sing. <laughs> so what we get next is really good. So yeah, so Emily's like, I'm staying in Paris. And then she leaves the hotel where she's been with Mads. And it's, I really appreciate how it's like, it's presented as if it's this like big, yeah, open-ended. Um, what happens next moment? Yeah, but it's like the next episode, you just know they're going to open with a line being like, thanks for giving me my job back. no the whole episode is going to be her figuring out how she's going to stay in paris and then at the end of the episode she's going to get her job back sure but i hear you i will say there's also another very cruel scene where sylvie is like admiring the sign on like formerly savoir that's her agency now Mm -hmm. and Henri is like so about that dinner on friday Mm -hmm. and she's just like we actually have to keep things perfect it's just like again like being mean to him Mm -hmm. i'm like take the man out for dinner jesus fucking christ what's wrong with you i know like thank him also like he's not your building manager and you know how much power he has it's keep him in your orbit yeah and he knows he's being used he literally says in that first dinner like i'll have them out like he gets it it's not like he doesn't he doesn't think that she's in love with him i'm like just be nice to the guy Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see her sitting back at her desk, looking powerful in a white f- outfit, and and Luke and Julianne are like, "It feels so nice to be home. Like we're finally home, or whatever." But it feels like something's missing. Dun, dun, dun. You're so right, though, that it would have been a great end to the second season. It, w- it would have been like perfect because we don't need in episode three of the third season of ten episodes. Like why? And also it was interesting, like the way it's played, like Lily Collins, I, I thought it was like, good. She does a good job. As we've talked about, like she, she's an actress. She's solid. She's doing her job. I don't know that the writing or directing know. is doing her need. I, I, honestly, she's in a genre, you know, like I, whatever. Okay. We could debate that for hours, but she, and we will, and we have, and we but have. she, <laughs> we have, but she, she's doing the thing of like looking, it's the Devil Wears Prada moment. Like I'm free speaking to that mm-hmm. uh, movie, right? Where she like has a deep breath and is like, wow, I can do anything now. And it was interesting because I was like, wow, it has this whole, sh- has this show, does the show think that it's been framing it as if she's been, I guess she has been caught between two worlds. I guess there is some nice structural legitimacy to that moment where it's like that there is a truth that for the, the first two and a half seasons or two seasons and three episodes, she has had to straddle the American French thing. And it is going to hopefully be a breath of fresh air that she doesn't have to do that anymore. That like, we can be done with that now. Like we have hammered that into the ground. She is an American in Paris. She's an American in Paris. Like she mm-hmm. wants to, she, you know, she wants everything. Da, da, da. And the way it was directed is as if like, this is a, hu- was as if this is like a huge moment mm-hmm. where she ki- finally can really be fully mm-hmm. in Paris and I'm hoping that they just lean into it. Like, let's not debate if she's too American anymore. I think that's true. And it, and it just makes me, you know, I can't wait till they remake this show and we can be in the room and really help it reach such potential. So, yeah, so I'm curious how long they're going to drag out, like, whether or not she has a job. I also think... I also think that there's... 
They've never played with visa tension. Ugh, I don't want them to. Yeah. You don't want them to? I want it to be a romp. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, then make it a romp and have her be like, in order to stay in Paris, sit on my job, I have to marry someone. With residency. I want, to make her, I want her to make one decision I understand. I'm like, that's I literally understand. the premise of a really good rom-com. Yeah. Like, that's the proposal. And it's delightful. Other than the stuff that doesn't hold up. But yeah. I wonder if Camille's going to have like a bigger... I wonder if I wonder how Camille and Gabrielle are going to... Fair. Not even how they're going to fare, but like they haven't had any drama yet mm-hmm. this season. And so I wonder if they will and how. I just, just remember like the Central Pay episode. It just was so fun to just get everybody together for something that like, yeah, like there there is conflict, but it's not interpersonal frustration. Like let's have the world happen to them. You know, like they're causing their own problems, but like I want to see the six of them, let's say, like Mindy, Emily, mm-hmm. Kemi, Gabrielle, Alfie, mm-hmm. and uh, Benoit. Like I want them to like take a weekend trip mm-hmm. and I want them to get stranded and have to like share one big room and then they get drunk yeah. and they play never have i ever and truth comes out like i want fun yeah. drama or emily needs to ask everybody for help for some for some campaign so they all have to go to spain and like mm-hmm. even like an ocean's 11 like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm really into it now but like everybody has to like do like wouldn't that be fun if they have something and like she's yeah. like i need you to do this i need you to do this so they all have like tasks they have to yeah. go do to like wrangle yeah. this client yeah it'd be great but <laughs> but what <laughs> what lower, <laughs> lower them honey <laughs> well it was a pleasure to talk to you about the episode always, always. looking forward to toujours four. yeah looking forward to four I'll, um well i'll talk to you soon You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, share the show with your friends, give us five stars. It really helps us out. Um, If you leave a review, we will read it on the air. And yeah, we're so grateful for everyone who's tuned in. We've been doing this show since 2020. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> remember that yeah and it really it really helps us get through it to know that we're making people happy we're having a really good time and we're trying to put episodes out um in a timely fashion so again just make sure you subscribe so you're notified whenever we put out a new episode you can expect them about every other day and until the next time we meet just follow us on instagram at emily and paris pod and tag us in your photos and selfies yeah. of you watching. Let's see what it looks like for other people to watch. I know for myself, it's mostly me in my pajamas with wine, taking vigorous notes for this pod. Uh, I'm sure it looks a little different for you all. Maybe it doesn't, though. Maybe everybody is taking copious yeah. amounts of notes. <laughs> in their jammies. In their jammies. Um, yeah. So like, subscribe, follow, enjoy, send us money. You can do whatever you want. Au revoir. Au revoir.